and welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast, everyone, your five-star guide to traveling better. My name is Lela Boyana, and I'm so happy to be back in studio. I think you guys can hear from my voice. Very different from last week. <laughs> I'm happy to be back in studio chatting about our favorite continent this time, Africa. Today on the show, I'm focusing on Ethiopia and Senegal. And I think given all that has been going on in our country and all the fighting we're doing with our African brothers and sisters, it's really important that we still somehow remind ourselves of all that's beautiful about Africa. So this week on the show, I'm joined by someone who's very close to my heart and you will understand why when I chat to her. I'm joined by Marang Sutwilo who has lived in various parts of the continent and someone who's a true advocate for everything African. So, super excited to chat to her. Marang Sutwilo is a PR consultant. She's experienced in dealing with media, brand building, reputation management, all these amazing things. <laughs> so I think, is it cloudy or is it vet who needed her? I don't know. <laughs> She's also a media, a social media activist and a commentator on women's rights, entrepreneurship, and of course, our continent, Africa. Welcome, darling. Thank you, my love. You so good it. to be here. I made it. I made it. <laughs> I am so happy you made it. Thank you. Thank you. I know it's been very, very um, crazy mm. two weeks for every mm. woman in the country. So I really appreciate that you took the time to say, you know what, I'm going to switch off from our reality at the moment and just come and talk about travel. It's a, it's a relief, actually. It's a relief <laughs> to talk about nice things where the yeah. conscious concerns. So I'm happy to be here. Yes, man. So mm. what, what do you make of all this noise, though, that's been happening, especially... Um, W- the, the the part about you know there's Nigerians and uh, mm. and South Africans mm. who are now I don't know it's just it it was just something that just has escalated to yeah. other levels it's it's really painful to to witness and it just to me demonstrates how little we actually know of mm. one another and of one another's country mm. the proliferation of fake news has been scary um, you know every day I'm trying to like dispel it um, specifically on on Facebook where I have like personal networks oh. but it's amazing how fake news just takes hold mm. and how people just believe what they see, yes. you know, unthinkingly, unquestioningly, just, mm. you know, um, just swallow it. Um, and just how little we actually know about each other, so you know. Um, there's things I want to, to let people know that, look, South Africa is a beautiful country. It is also, unfortunately, a very painfully violent country. Very. And this is one of the ways that this violence is manifested. Mm. You know, on any given day in this country, it's very sad to say this about your own country, mm. but on any given day, you know, if it's not like the Uber drivers, yeah. you know, or if it's not the violence against women. So it's almost like whose turn is it today? Mm. Um, but of course, certain crimes will just get that much more prominence for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but it's just been really, really painful to watch. Yeah. And how it's divided us and the, the kind of like the painful words that have been uttered that on both said, sides. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've hated it. And amplified by also celebrities who have a huge social I, media following, just like terribly. I, yeah. yeah. And especially, you know, for, you know, those of us who work in the entertainment and cultural spaces, when you know the power of the voice mm. of an artist and you know what artists have done with their craft for mm. good and for uniting the continent, it's really difficult to see them using their power so divisively. Mm-hmm. And just on ill-informed, you know, rhetoric. I think that's the worst part because it's, it's like, it's not even truth or fact yeah, that you, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're all, all, all appalled by what's going on. Yeah. But there's no way that it's in any way helped by you putting out, you know, Mm-mm. fake information. No. Just, that's just crazy. So what I, I was wondering is, what is the normal person who isn't 
are big on social media mm. what do what is our responsibility what what's what's that person's responsibility to to not add fire to this or fuel to this fire yeah. i think with everything you know we all have our sphere of influence you know you don't feel like you don't have you know you're like okay perhaps you don't have the numbers on social media yes. um but you have influence in your own world you mm. know so whether it's at work you know with your colleagues whether it's at home with relatives what kind of conversations are you having it's the same when we talk to men yes. about you know the harmful way they talk mm. you know about to women you know, the way yeah, they deal toxic masculinity mm. it's like okay when this stuff comes up when people talk when men talk about when your friends talk about women these like disparaging mm-hmm. um what, ways what is your what, voice, what, is your voice? what do you say so it's exactly the same mm. you know um there's the little things that we can do we all have clothes that we've grown out of we don't so don't wear anymore you know mm. we can all donate some things you know there's people who are now displaced they're homeless Jeez. so just like little ways like that i think very practical ways mm. um if you know if you're a woman or anybody actually can put together like a little sanitary pack mm-hmm. you know these situations you know women are displaced that's you know your your tampons and pads how mm-hmm. you know toiletries the little i think the, the little, little things that, that people do. don't think about but yes. it's like you know, when you're doing your groceries just put together a little package mm. you know there are a lot of you know mothers also so little kids need nappies clothes so just the little things that we can do to try and make things a bit easier where mm-hmm. the crisis is concerned and that's on that end but i think just in the conversations that we have to be like it it just mm. you know we cannot talk about people this way mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we cannot make people seem or sound like they're vermin yeah. you know that's just you know, i got i got worried Okay, obviously there's been lots of events that have been really worrying, but when I, particularly about the xenophobic cries that are happening now, you know when there was that whole thing in the CBD about cops and and the the illegal yes. vendors and all of that, yes. and then it stopped being about illegal vendors. It it was the, it was then about foreigners, mm. and then now there's images coming from Kempton Park where you see Nigerians mm. on the other hand. I don't think those all those people are Nigerians, no. by the way. No. And then there's South Africans on the other end on the other end and people are have got weapons and things. I just and the, like there's a war coming. The irony of these images also and how people label or you know, on this side of the Nigerians and this mm. side of the South Africans mm. you can't even really tell half no. the time who's who. <laughs> and that's the thing I'm like, can you t- can you, you see can. how crazy this is? Yes. We literally were like blending into mm. one another, and you ca- you have no real sense of who's who on how one do you side. See? You, you can't just look see. at a person and yeah, you can't yeah. see. So yeah, it's it's been very very painful. Anyway, mm. sure. So um, I think this this I understand exactly how painful this this topic is for you, particularly the war. Well, the war of words. I, I guess mm. I could say between Nigeria and South Africa. Mm. Um, my, um, but you know also how I feel about Nigeria. Yes, I do. So. <laughs> So I I'm just, did, you yeah. know, yesterday I was thinking like, oh, I would love to go to Nigeria, but I'm like, mm, I don't know what's with, the, with all yeah, these things that are happening. Yeah. So people don't know, like my first ever trip <laughs> to Lagos, I think it was the 23rd of April, wow. 2008, <laughs> 23rd to the 29th around wow. there. <laughs> so you were responsible for my obsession with Legos. That was one of the best trips. <laughs> I loved that trip. It was it was such an amazing an amazing uh, trip and amazing experience overall. So I, I guess when I thought about because uh, uh, I always knew when I started the podcast, I always had a list of people that I know I'm going to bring. I was like, mm. when I bring Marang, Marang must talk about Africa because <laughs> she's forever traveling to all these beautiful places yeah. in, in, in the continent. Yeah. So Marang, officially, thank you so much oh, my for, pleasure. for introducing me to Lagos. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, you were such a Nollywood fan. I was like, if there's one person I'm taking to the African to be movie me. 
Awards has got to be Lelo Boyana. Oh my goodness. And it was so amazing. We got to meet P-Squared. <laughs> Angela Passet was there when yes, he went to the Amherst. Yes. It was just like an incredible Oh, that was the year of Abuja. Yes. Oh, that yes. was Abuja, yes. yes. And then you took us to Bayosa. We won't Bayosa. go there. <laughs> <laughs> you had to experience all faces. You know what? I want to talk about my experience um, in Bayosa. But... I'm keeping that episode for when I've got Ntlantlanguza from Mafikizolo here. <laughs> and because they were involved in some of the drama. <laughs> so I want to hear it from your perspective. I mean, is it really a trip without some drama? Like, yeah, you and need, now we have memories and, and now we've got amazing memories. Yeah, it really bonded us. Yes. It solidified our bond. Yeah. Okay, so back to you now and hmm. your your relationship with the continent. Yes. I know you're Umutwana. Yes. Is that where you were born? Where were you born? I was not. I was born in New York. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, okay, I thought you were going to say I was born in Ethiopia. No, okay, I wasn't. I, I lived there. I grew up there, but I did not know. I was born in New York mm. and Kimotswana Vele from Botswana. Mm-hmm. I'm also South African Mzulu um, on my mother's end. Okay. So my parents met in Lesotho um, at university. Um, they were studying there. Your, your mother is South African? Yes. Your father is from Botswana? Yes. Yeah, they they met in Lesotho? Correct. And you were born in New York? Yes. Guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, I, New York wasn't very long. I mean, I, le- I left there as a child, mm. a, like a baby, really. Um, yeah. And moved to Botswana. So, I was about two. Does that mean you have a U.S. what? what? No, my dad worked in the diplomacy. Oh. So, when that, yeah, so you don't, um, okay. you don't inherit, you, you, yeah. you don't have um, inheritance by, or yeah. birthright by, by, Citizen by birth, by birth yeah. right, it doesn't apply. Okay. So my family moved to Botswana when I was about two, okay. three years old, mm. and we lived in Botswana for a couple of years. And then when I was five, we moved to Addis Ababa, oh, Ethiopia. So okay. that's where Ethiopia came in. Yeah. And that's where I grew up. Did you have any memories from then, or you just the, the memories you've got are from when you were already in Ethiopia? Um. My memories really just start in Ethiopia. Yeah. I have a few in yeah. Botswana, you know. Yeah. I was five when I left. So it's mm. very, like, I big moments. Yeah, yeah, I just remember, like, my sister being born, mm. that kind of thing. But, you know, we moved to Ethiopia. I think she was, like, eight months old. Mm. So just a lot of very big, dramatic things happened that year. And I think that's why I remember. So most of what I remember about Botswana is very sketchy. Okay. Very, very sketchy. Yeah. My memories really start in Ethiopia. In Ethiopia. What yeah. was the reason for y- for your parents moving to Ethiopia? So... They're nomads, my parents. They like to travel. Like they like it. to be in different places. And they had said that they wanted to live in different places. Wow. They, th- that was kind of like their plan. Yes. Um, and so my mother was a teacher by training. So she's mm-hmm. like, look, my skills are transferable. Like, I will always it's find a, a job. Anywhere, literally. So, you know, let's both apply wherever. Um, yeah. And they'd spent four years in New York. So having done that, they were like, not so keen to be in the West. Okay. Um, they were like, you know, somewhere on the continent, mm. you know, somewhere different. But they mm. were like, Europe, no. Mm. The West, not so much. So they applied to a bunch of places. Um, and my dad ended up getting a job with the UN. Okay. Um, the Economic Commission for Africa, which is an agency of the United Nations, mm. is headquartered in Addis Ababa. Oh, yes. So he got a job there and we moved there. And um, my mother started um, lecturing at the University of Addis Ababa. Mm. And then she moved on a, few, a year or two later to teach high school English. Mm. And then after that, she left teaching um, altogether um, and got a job at the what was then the Organization of African Unity, OAU, which is today mm. the AU. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for the most of the time that we were there, my mother was at the AU okay. and my dad was at the ECA, ah, the UN. Yeah. Okay. And then, so you, you had you had your siblings when you guys, how, how old? How, so many, how many siblings? I, we have, I have three siblings. Ah. So my oldest sister, Lorato, is um, 
three years older than I was. Okay, yeah. Um, my brother Lifika is two years younger than mm. I am. And is your brother married? No, but we'll okay. have a, another okay. course. He, he lives in the States. He's very far. I know you don't like long distance. It's not going to work. Like I actually, I actually, I was actually talking to a friend of mine. I think I do want long distance. Are you ready for long distance? I don't want, no, I don't want anyone close. Okay. I've decided. All right, we'll have that conversation. Because there was someone and I was like, no, sorry, I can't do this. Oh, I can't wow. be seeing you all the time. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Definitely another conversation for another podcast topic. Um, so... Yeah, so you guys then you, you were all in in in, in So yeah, at the time. we yeah. yeah. So my like my youngest mm. sister, like I said, was about eight months old when she moved. So okay. she has like that. Yeah, no, she doesn't know anything about Butara. She just yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And then what was it like growing up there? It was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, it was all I knew really. Yes. That was just like it was my life. And, and what language? Amarinya. So there's a lot of Amharic. Waibua. Oh, I, I lost it. I lost it back then, yeah. yeah. Um, but you, it's what, at the time especially, you couldn't really live in Ethiopia and not, uh, not speak. Be, not yes. speak um, also the schooling, I guess, as well. No, the schooling was in English. Oh, we went to, like, okay. it was international schools that we nice. went to. Um, but just to, like, get around, I mean, even my parents, my mm. father was terrible at languages, picked it up. My <laughs> mother's very good at languages. So she, oh, yeah. yeah, she she still to this day, I think, can, can communicate oh, um, nice. in Amarinya. Mm. Um but yeah, we all did. And it was just, you know, it's all that we really knew. You yes. know, South Africa and Botswana to us were countries that we visited mm. where relatives were and was lovely. Yeah. But we didn't, re- like, we understood South Africa and Botswana as home conceptually. Like, mm-hmm. listen, as an idea. Yes. But home was really Addis Ababa. It's all we knew. It's where mm. our community was. Um, and it's, it's an incredible country. Like, yeah. it's very, very... Culturally, it's very, very rich. I the just history. know the people there are really beautiful and they're also very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about women. Why are you looking yes, at me like there's that stereotype. There is a, and they, they are. They're stunning. You could also be an Ethiopian woman. I've, I've heard that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yes. uh, um, I'm wearing an Ethiopian shirt. I was representing. Yay, love it. The tapestry. <laughs> yeah, so Ethiopia is culturally like extremely rich. Mm. Um, a very, very dramatic country. Dramatic, um, yeah. Just in terms of the like, well, the dramatic is not so much the word in terms, but yeah, dramatic. The people yeah. have big personalities. Uh. Um, they they're very emotional, soulful people. Nice. Um, long, long, long history. Christianity mm. really started in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you take a look at the history of the you know Coptic Ethiopian Coptic religion, for example, yeah. tomorrow, by the way, is Ethiopian New Year's. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah, because they've got this whole thing they've where they their do own their calendar. own calendar. So we're on the Gregorian calendar there, and the other calendar. I forget the name of it, but that's the real calendar yes. actually. Um, <laughs> the real one. The real one. So you'll find that all um, Coptic religions, like yeah. Orthodox, have the same. So the Greek Orthodox Church mm-hmm. are also. So it's, I think it's 2012 next year. Wow, mm. guys. Yeah, we'll be celebrating New Year's there. Um, the calendar has 13 months. There's a quick. Like extra one month of this, like five six days. But I'm sure when you go um, there, they work on two calendars, ne? They work on. They, they've they've worked coming. out very neatly. Yeah. Um. So you know, you'll go there and it'll be seamless. You, you yes. know, life will continue, but they have their own oh. and they respect them very very well. So it'll mm. be public holiday to celebrate, you know, the different Ethiopian holidays mm. and and and. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Christianity there is very very deeply entrenched, mm-hmm. and it displays itself very beautifully. Mm. Um. The crosses, you know, the the. Um, the jewelry, mm. incredible. The, the the clothing, the yeah, food. Yeah, no, I love their clothing. The food. Yes, 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 yes. I got to experience the food. I went. I can't remember what year it was. Mm. Um, I went to to Ethiopia. We were actually shooting some documentary. So I got to spend a few days there Lovely. with you know. Remember Kaberungagan? Yes, it was a, a channel. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, yes. he was doing something. Of with course, the UN there of course. Then, yeah. Okay. So I really got to experience it, but I think it's it's a place that I would also love to mm. explore. But what do I do? What's there to do for someone who's a tourist in in Ethiopia? What's there to see? Okay, so Ethiopia is very good for a certain kind of tourists. So I yes. go there for you know 
nostalgic reasons, obviously. So mm. half the half the time I go mm. there, um, it's not necessarily to you know I'll, I'll I'll put in some days of like touring around, but I'm just more than anything else just going to visit my old haunts, okay. right? But um, I think if you're the kind of if you're a culture vulture, the churches um, of Lalibella are the most incredibly beautiful, mm. beautiful underground Lalibella. churches. Lalibella, yeah, yeah. So it's a city town. Oh, but that's where the first churches were built, like. Wow. Something like okay. four centuries ago, mm, you know. Mm. Queen Sheba is a real person. She's not like a mythical. Oh, is mythical. it? Yes. Oh. She was a real person. <laughs> so, you know, her throne, her, really? it's all there. Oh, so wow. if you're a culture vulture, if you love history, African history, yeah. it's an incredible place to visit just to get a sense of how old African civilization actually is. That said, the city Addis Ababa is an incredibly vibrant city. Mm-hmm. So if you love to club, I, I you know, really for clubbing, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? There's lots of nightclubs. Yeah. I mean, when I went to visit, a friend of mine was actually based there, mm. and we had a very, very hectic social life, much more so than I do in Joburg. So you can imagine how exhausted <laughs> I was because I have no life so in Joburg. So when we are working, I get about listen. Home. I don't go anywhere in the city. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I also find that I don't club in Joburg, no. but if I travel, when you go out, yes. yeah. So there's lot, lots of clubbing and lots of like just. Incredible, like resorts you can go to. Yeah. So if you're more of a camping person, you want to see, but you know, um, the, it's landlocked now since Eritrea broke away. Yeah. Um, but there's still lots of lakes. Like there's a lovely resort called um, Lake Langano. Mm. Um, there's Sodore, Awash. There's all kinds of places you can go mm. to, like quick, you know, day trip drives, mm-hmm. vibes out, or if you want to do like a weekend away. So that's the kind of thing we used to do a lot of yeah. when I was growing up there. Drive out. Okay. Mm. So, but just to take you back, so at what at, at what age did you move from from the? I was thirteen. Thirteen, and you moved to SA. Habron. No, you oh, Habron. you went to Botswana yes. before you came here. Yeah, and I then, came here as an adult. Hey, Banna. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. come with my, my family. All. <laughs> Very much. So. Well, if my figures all could be like twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you young went adults. Back, yeah, <laughs> you went back to Botswana. So the family moved back to yes. Habron, um, and I was in Habron for three years. Yeah, and then I went to Swaziland, um, boarding school. I, I moved to Mbabane yeah. and I was in Mbabane for four years. Mm. And, and now, when are you moved from uh, from um, Ethiopia, mm. Adesne, mm-hmm. and then you go to Khaburoni, mm-hmm. and then now, Kidi language, or Kohai, was it just English? No, actually, it was English because when we moved to Addis, um, I, I, I understood English perfectly, I just didn't like speaking it. Yeah. Um, Setswana and my mother. You know, oh, she, through my mother. Oh. So we got there. So and they kept, they taught you guys their the, the languages, your yeah, parents. Yeah. 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 Um, and then when we moved to Ethiopia, the teachers were like, um, you need to stop speaking mm. to her, mm. to the kids in these other languages, because mm-hmm. the uptake of English is slow. Like, yeah. I, I did, I was not a fan of English at mm-hmm. all as a child. Um, well, naturally, I think of everyone course. loves their mother tongue, yeah. the, like, the tongue that your parents speak to you in, and the one that you're fluent in. So, um, we ended up losing Setswana and Sizulu mm. and gaining English and Amharic. Okay. Yeah. So coming to Botswana was a bit of a shock. <laughs> no, because now, <laughs> yeah, and you know, Botswana at the time, there wasn't a big culture of living outside the country. So nobody oh. really could, like, for, in the first place, why were you, why were you Botswana? Unumetlang. Yeah, it's like, why? And whole, when they yeah. think about it, they think of hungry children. And listen, I moved <laughs> back home. It was 1985. Literally, yeah. oh my as that whole, like, we are the world yes. had just been released. So, what I knew Ethiopia to do to be versus what the world <laughs> what everybody understood else, Ethiopia yes. to be, just like and not you know, don't take me, get me wrong. Ethiopia was a very like mm. poverty was a very real and mm. grinding thing, mm. um, very visible too. But it's very hard to explain to people that there's much more than, to this yes. country than what you see on TV. Mm. Um, so I got back 
And I was confronted with people being like, you're not starving. <laughs> you're you're not like, okay. you look fine. Yes. Like you're a little chubby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and a lot of ignorance around the fact that, you know, why would you live in another country anyway? Mm. What for? Um, <laughs> and you are Marang Setswana. You don't speak a word of Setswana. How? <laughs> it just everything about me just defied logic. Oh my goodness. So that and just teenage yeah. awkwardness. Was, was there some teasing involved or yeah. because of that fact? There was, there was. Yeah. I was a bit of a loner the first year or two because mm. I was just like, ugh, why did we come <laughs> here? Like, now I have to explain. <laughs> yeah, and then you you compare the two countries from my vantage point. I was like, was I just really be. need to go back home mm. to Addis. Because it was all you knew, really. I mean, from it's, such yeah. a young age, like five. Yeah, I think yeah. any teenager being you yes. know uprooted is going to have the exact same reaction. Mm-hmm. And you have two such drastically different countries. Yeah. Um, and to me, Botswana just seemed very boring, flat and bland <laughs> compared to you Ethiopia. Do you still think uh, it, it's boring, bland and no, flat? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I think it's interesting and fascinating in its own ways, in very different ways from mm. Ethiopia. I've was. never been to Botswana. What? I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there. Wow. I don't want to see boring, bland and flat. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm hearing. So I just finished saying it's fascinating in its own way. In I, different ways. I'm stuck in that old one. <laughs> I can't believe it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I just, I just Botswana need... is full of treasures. Yeah. I mean, our wildlife is second to none. On yes, this entire yes, continent, that part of her so that is seen. yeah, yeah, the most. But like the city itself has its great charms. You know? mm. Yeah, some, it's a place you want to check out. I think I think my worry with going to Botswana is that I'm gonna come back disappointed. Just don't go with any expectations. Just be like open-minded. Mm. Be very because. And I always tell people to be open-minded yeah. about travel. So I guess Linda should be f- about Botswana. Mm. Yeah, it's Botswana. Botswana and Namibia. I have the same. Oh, Namibia is an amazing, fascinating yeah. country. Also, I have the same. Very fear. different. I was like really shocked when I went to Namibia. It's just you not loved what it. I, was, I loved it, but it's just not what I, what I was expecting. Mm. It was just really mm. interesting. Very German. Yeah. Oh yeah. I right. didn't. I didn't realize. Apparently. You know, I knew about the history of the Germans in that yes. country, but I didn't realize how lasting it was. Yeah. People Did speak German. Wow, yeah, that's what I heard. I was yeah. like, oh, wow, that is very interesting. Because yeah. mm. I wouldn't expect it. Mm. And then you went to Swaziland. I went to Swaziland, yes. And how was that? How long Beautiful. did you stay first? Four years, four, four years. years. Okay. Um, so I did like... Tungkuri, when I travel was your thing. Yeah, very much so. So tell me first, when you were in, in Addis, did you ever at some point like come visit Botswana or at all? Yeah, yeah. Not, every two years. you would come visit Yeah, okay. every two years. Um, the school year runs from September <coughs> to June. Okay. So June, so winter months we'd be home mm. every two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the first time when I was eight, then again when I was 10, mm. and then again when I was 12. Okay, and then, yeah. they and then the moved. next year we moved back. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And then when you got to Swaziland, what was that experience? Did you, how did you end up going to boarding school? Did they so my parents m- just decide? Yes, they did. My mother went to boarding school in Swaziland. Oh, oh okay. So she always had a soft spot and like but some of the this? best years of her life were spent in Swaziland. So I think when um, the apartheid regime was formalizing mm-hmm. apartheid in schools, and and mm-hmm. my par- my grandparents were educators themselves, okay. and they were like, okay, we need to make a plan. Mm. This isn't go you know, somewhere. go somewhere else, mm-hmm. go to Swaziland. So all my mother, my mother and all her siblings mm-hmm. were educated in Swaziland High School. Okay, went to high school in Swaziland. So, so my mother's got great, very fond memories of oh, Swaziland oh, because cool you know there. after Swaziland she went to university in Lesotho, mm. and at the time the Roma was University of Botswana, Lesotho, and Swaziland. Oh. So a lot of the people that she'd known in Swaziland, mm. you know, she, she, she got to she 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 reunited with them there. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then subsequently, when Marang, you've had such an interesting life. Yeah, yeah. And then when they moved to New York, because yeah. um, remember these were the post-independence years, the late sixties, Southern yes. Africa. 
all these countries got independence 66, 68. Mm, around that so time. my parents moved to New York in 69. Mm. So the countries had been newly independent. So the first crop of graduates it were people they knew yes. from oh, Roma. Nice. So like her memories of Swaziland, Lesotho are mm. very, very warm. Um, so she's always like, and you know, they're big on us traveling. Mm. So they were like, okay, well, this has been interesting. Go to Swaziland and go mm. to, and they liked the school. They liked what it stood for. Mm. So they sent me to school in Swaziland and I loved it. Swaziland did you love it? is a Because a lot of, country. a lot of, a lot of people, at, did you love it at the time? Because mm. I asked, because a lot of people that went to boarding school, mm. when I asked them now, because I actually did some research a while ago, because mm. I was thinking of sending my son to boarding school. Mm. So they said at the time they hated it, but in hindsight, it was actually good that they went. I loved it from the beginning. From the beginning. My high school was really special wow. it was a very very special and they chose it very carefully for us it was very international yeah. but very very African is the school still there? it's still what there what is it? it's called Waterford Waterford oh, comes up okay guys if you want to send your kids to I would recommend school. it I still love that if I had yeah. kids I'd send them there I really would wow. um, yeah it was very 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 rooted in 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 Africa mm-hmm. um, it was known as like the anti-apartheid school because oh, um, it was the only place that Winnie Ma- the Mandela's the Sisulus could send their kids to wow, yeah. before it was you know <laughs> before they were like socially ostracized because yes. um, they were, they had a lot of ha- troubles um, keeping their kids in school mm. so they sent them there it's a high school so they sent them there okay. for high school yeah. um, very very principled so the school was founded on the principles of non-racialism oh, that's nice and um it was very international, so kids from everywhere. Everywhere in the world. I mean, I'm still mm. friends with most of my high school friends wow, to this day. Wow, that is awesome. Mm. And some of them I last laid eyes on, like when I left in 1991. Are you serious? Facebook <laughs> is an incredibly powerful tool. Connecting with Facebook is an incredibly powerful platform. Yeah. So For that reason, sp- particularly, like connecting with your high school friends and, you mm. know, just... Prim- mm. Even primary school yeah. for, for Sam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's been magical. Okay. Mm. So after you le- you finished now your high school in, in Swaziland? After I finished high school in Swaziland, I applied to varsities in, Swazil- in, no, in South Africa mm-hmm. and in the US. Because mm-hmm. uh, my parents, like I said, are big fans of like, yes, fly, go fly, out, fly far, go far out. away, you know. Struggle a little bit. <laughs> like, why Why was South Africa a consideration at that point? Well, because I'd never lived in South Africa. Mm-hmm. It was my country, but I'd never lived yeah. in it. Um, I liked the you know the universities in question, so I applied to Wits, mm-hmm. uh, UCT, and Rhodes. Okay. Um, and at that point in time, I'd been in high school long enough to have seen like oh. my classmates, you know, not by my the elder people in school mm. go off and go to those schools and you know, so there's you already have a sense of those yes. schools because of, you know, the, the people, people who are around ahead you. of you. Yeah. yeah. Um and at the time I wanted to study journalism, so Rhodes was a big thing for me. Mm. Um so I got in uh, Yay. to Rhodes and I went to Rhodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and that I, was your entry. Yes. Hey. I loved it. <laughs> Grahamstown was something else. Graham, I, I'd never lived in you know the Eastern Cape. Yeah. Um, never visited the Eastern Cape. Did you go Cape. study journalism? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was only there for half a year. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> then I got the responses from the U.S. colleges I'd applied to. Yes. And I got a fat scholarship, and my parents were I like, "I would also go." Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> I was I also, also like, go. "Yeah, Nicaragua." Yes. So I was like, "Yeah." And where in the go. U.S.? Massachusetts, a, uh-huh. a city, a, a little town yeah. in the Pioneer Valley called mm-hmm. Northampton. Mm-hmm. Um, and North Smith College, where I went to school, was um, part of a system of five colleges mm. um, in the northeast of the U.S. A very, very quaint, pretty, cold, 
I can Old imagine. Place. And what were you still studying journalism? Then? No, no. What then I you? changed. Um, the liberal arts degree was a, d- a bit different the way it was structured in that country. Mm. So I ended up studying. Um, I did a double major in. Gosh, political science okay. and women's studies. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, then I now, now it makes sense. <laughs> now the social media activist <laughs> is that's making a long sense. Well, that's not I even know. For far, <laughs> much, much earlier, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so mm. you stayed in the US for how long? Mm. Six years. Six years. So wow. I graduated. Mm. Um, and because I'd done, I was in Swaziland for four years, and what I was doing, so the last two years of high school, and then I did a post-matric um, course called International Baccalaureate mm-hmm. and that got me some credits at university oh nice but not a full year they were like you can do half a year mm. um, you can get half a year oh, off, off. Yeah, so yes. I, I was like okay I don't want to graduate early because that means graduating in winter and it's just miserable oh. I don't want to start a new life because <laughs> I, I cannot tell you what the cold does to me I know. so I took that semester off and I moved to Mozambique meanwhile we are born in winter but, you know. I know, but it was, I was born in New York, so it was summer. Oh, yes, it was summer then. I, yes, I, I remind people that I was actually born in summer. So so I took a semester off and I went. I moved to Mozambique because mm-hmm. I'd been studying Portuguese and I wanted to I wanted to the option of living in Mozambique because when I was living in Swaziland, I'd gone back and forth. One of my best friends was, oh, um, was from there. Not from there, but she was from Colombia, but she mm. lived in Mozambique. So ah. I'd visit her and I just loved the place. I just thought oh it was just... Oh, my gosh. And it was one of those places, again, much like Ethiopia. Everyone was like, why don't I go to Mozambique? War-torn yeah. Mozambique. Because it was at the time of the civil war between Renamo and um, Frelimo. Mm. But, I mean, in the capital, nothing's really going down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to go and visit there and loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to be able to come here, so I better learn this language. You learned Portuguese? So I, I studied Portuguese when I was at college. Wow. And then, so that my third year, first term of my third year, I went and spent half a, like four months in Mozambique, studying at the working at the Center for African Studies at the University of. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Patumarang, what have you not done that you still want to do before we get back to travel? Travel some more. There's ah! so many other countries to visit. What are you talking about? There's so many. I haven't touched South America. Mm. I haven't touched North Africa. But you haven't touched North Africa. I have not. I've been to Egypt. That's the only North That's, African country yeah. I've been to. Wow, but you've done way more Africa than me. Okay, yes, so well. speaking of Africa. Mm. So now, obviously, now you are you are South African. You are in South Africa now. This is your home, yes. right? Or are you still planning to move to another country? Um, you'd never say never, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, never say never. The world is a big and beautiful place. I know. You know, and as long as we're still healthy and able to work. Yes. and I'm just waiting for my son to go to varsity so I can start my life. <laughs> put, him in, put him in boarding school. In hindsight, I think that's why my parents were like, all of you, yeah. boarding school. School, so we can yeah. live. <laughs> so no, no. When I offer some trigger, I get very next next year. Next really? Year, next year. Yes. So after that, Already? then I, th- I feel like my life now can start. I can travel and like go you wherever. haven't had a life. That's interesting. It's funny to me. Like you haven't had a life. No, but now I can like take a sabbatical for like however okay. many months. Fair you know? enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Mm. Okay. So now you're here. Mm. So, but I just want us to finish our conversation about Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. I know. Sorry, guys. I know I'm jumping around a lot. I'm sure you guys are used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> Some people complain. Lelo. We need just the important parts because we get carried away. It's so, a lot. Yeah. So just mm. back to Ethiopia before mm. we talk about Senegal. Sure. Um, um, so you said definitely should visit. The food is amazing. The people. If I go to Ethiopia, what are the at least one or two food um, items or food? What, what 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 what? How do I say this? What food should I eat when I get there? Definitely okay. So the, the great thing about the way the traditional food in Ethiopia is done is that you don't have to do one thing. So the Typically, if you go like a few of you mm-hmm. to a restaurant, oh. what they'll do is the 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 staple um, starch mm-hmm. is 
called injera. Mm-hmm. It looks like a grayish pancake. Mm-hmm. It's like oh. made of fermented um, wheat called mm-hmm. diff. It's a superfood, like most African foods, it's a superfood. <laughs> um, so it's called injera. It's a big, big, big pancake. They put in this beautiful basket. Yeah. And then they put different sauces and different, oh. so different vegetables, different meats. So you can all share them. So you can all mm. share and taste a little bit of everything. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's, so I wouldn't say, so just, you can just say, look, can we just have an injera platter yeah. with the different things and they'll bring that all mm. on and, and, and. Um, and then just you go to places and ask them to recommend stuff like what's yeah. your specialty mm-hmm. but it's always a really and they you know because they're um, big on fasting mm-hmm. um, there's lots of fast days and they're fasting in the sense of not eating meat oh so it's not veget- like do they still serve alcohol when they're fasting um you they, they they don't drink alcohol when they're fasting, but they're not uber they orthodox about you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. because they have their fast days, and it's like they have fast days all the time. Like mm. you'll find them who's fasting because it's a saint's day, it's a whatnot yes. day, any given time. And when they fast, it means they don't eat meat. Uh, but the, so okay. the, the the vegetarian food, their lentils, they're oh, sure nice, delicious. Yeah. You mm. can actually be happy with that. With that, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, but you must have injera badorowat, injera bawat. If there's anything you must have, injera Yeah, so injera is that staple, like yes. I said that. And mm. then dorowat is chicken stew, uh, but it's oof. it's cooked with a speci- with a certain spice. Mm. You see, you didn't come to my house that time I invited you. Otherwise, you'd have tasted Which it. Time? That time that you dropped me in Khups, but we won't talk about that here. No, but I did, I did come to your house once though. Do yeah, you but remember? not that time. But anyway, I'll cook it for you the next time because I've got the spices at home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm available every Sunday. <laughs> but that's like your typical Ethiopian like. In Jaraba, what? Yes. Yeah, got you. Okay, awesome. Mm. Is there, do they have winter in Ethiopia? Mm. They have a hectic rainy season. Oh, um, okay. For hectic. Yeah. Uh, hectic when you like you put your hand out in front of your face and you can't see it. Oh my goodness. From June until September. But okay. when it ends, heaven, it's, it's like paradise. Yeah. It's green. You said June to September. Mm. Well, luckily, it's only like uh, three months. Three months, or yeah. And then the rest of the time, easy, go, go. Yeah, it's not yeah. a it's not a hot well, the city mm. is not a hot city. It's very mm. high in terms mm. of altitude. So it's always quite nippy. Don't ever go to Ethiopia if you're, if you're going to be in, without a jersey yeah. or shawls. Oh. Because Kabusiro gets it gets very nippy. Okay. So everyone, like this idea, because it's a big country. Mm. So obviously there's the desert and that's a different soil altogether. But if you're going to be in the city, mm. like Kenya, it's it's high and it's mm. it's chilly. Did you see much of, of, of Ethiopia besides Eris while, while you lived there? Yeah, we did Kenya. a lot of traveling. Mm. We did a lot of traveling internally. In- internally. Yeah, and road trips, that kind of thing, resorts, yeah. different towns absolutely when was your last time there was about three about three years ago mm. three four years ago would do you think you you would plan a trip and again to absolutely go i will go back there for the rest of my okay. life oh, yeah no okay. i'll never stop going back to Addis. Mm. yeah no wow it's, th- it's for me it's like saying i would never i could never stop going to botswana yeah it's, a, it's, it's my home <laughs> i will always I, I go back i would love to go to Addis because when i went you know that trips okay well you wouldn't know because you've always been a traveler mm. there are trips that you take and you don't really get to explore this because you're not woke in your traveling you just go and you stay in your oh, hotel you're working. Then, sometimes i feel yes. you because oh, you're working yeah no I and you don't you. get to explore mm. so I, I feel like when i went I, re- I didn't really get to venture out yeah and all of us so i would love to go and experience you it. Would love it and it's also not even expensive to go to yes, to, to it's to, very to. rent friendly yeah mm. okay so um and then I want to then just zoom in on Senegal. Yes. When was your f- when was your first trip there? My first trip was in 2012. Um, I went for a and conference. Why did you leave me? I went. No, I went for a conference. <laughs> a friend of mine was one. Actually, I didn't even know about it. This friend was like, "Let's go, let's go." There's a conference taking place. You know, yeah. cultural industries, whatever. We went there. I wasn't. Neither of us were highly impressed with the conference. So yeah. we were like, after I think the first morning, we were like, "Hey, this is not. You know what? <laughs> There's a lot to learn. Yeah. Not necessarily here." 
So we took to the streets mm-hmm. and just fell in love. Wow. And, you know, it was prefaced by the fact that I'd always had this, you know, this fantasy and dream about Senegal because one of my parents um, or family friends in Addis, um, my mother's colleague at the AU, um, Buna um, Juf, was Senegalese. Oh, and he was like, him okay. and his wife were one of the most glamorous couples wow. I have ever seen. <laughs> and you know, when you're just dazzled by people yes. as, a, as a young child and you're like, this These is people. beauty. Where are they from? I Where are they from? Look at them. Like, you yes. know, um, Addis Ababa was a very, very um, cosmopolitan town in how international it was African-wise. Mm. I mean, okay, there are lots people, of people from, from all over places. the continent. Mm. And the Senegalese were always like... Yeah, they stood out. They were elegant, wow. you know. Wababona Batuba, like from far, mm. they're tall and they move so gracefully. They're oh willowy. So I always had this this thing about Senegal. Senegal. One day, yeah, one day, one day. So and I got there and I'm like, it's exactly what is what I expected Isn't it to that be. The best thing ever. It's like the dream is coming yes. true. The when people you get to a place. are beautiful inside and yes. out. They're gracious. They're generous. They're charming. Wow. The, you know, the food is delicious. Mm-hmm. Everyone is just like, oh, it's, everything about it was perfect. Mm-hmm. So we, where did you guys go in Senegal? Is it Dakar? So I was in Dakar yes. um, and then um, went to Goree Island, mm-hmm. which is like a quick yeah, ferry ride over. Like it's a, half, it's a half hour yeah. um, uh, ferry ride. That said, I haven't begun to crack to, um, Senegal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still want to go back because I have to go to Sali, mm-hmm. San Louis, um, Gor. There's so many places that I haven't gone. Yeah. Because... I went back now. Yes, um, recently. A month Ooh, ago. With your friends. With, with my your friends, girl. a girl's trip. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yo, that trip was everything. You guys stayed. What what, what songs did you guys the say? Radisson. The Radisson Blue. Yes, yes. the Radisson Blue. That was amazing. It was, I, saw the tri- I think everyone on, tri- on Twitter was like, okay, we are going to Senegal. <laughs> I would highly <laughs> recommend it. It's not It's not hype. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. city. The people are great. Mm-hmm. It's just a chilled, amazingly gorgeous place. Yeah. Are there a lot of tourists? I actually didn't do much research in terms of yes, their Francophone. So, yeah. I mean, I remember when I went and, you know, I was like, I'm going to Senegal. Girls, that's where I'm going. If you want to join me, let's, let's do go. It. And they were like, How many of you? There were four of us. Four. So okay. a huge well, that's group. a nice number. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, Senegal. Huh? What? And I was like, It's beautiful. It's mm. amazing. But it's not a city, I think, that, a country that gets a lot of PR in Southern, Southern Africa. True. Because it's a Francophone mm. country, I think there's that people have this so issue I, around the language I'm, barrier. I'm worried about that, that mm. piece. Is English widely spoken? How it's not widely it? spoken, but it's not impossible okay. to get by yeah. without you it, can you know, order food yeah. and so I, I used my rudimentary French because mm-hmm. um, I studied French I actually wanted to ask you if you speak French at yeah, all yeah I studied French for a very long when I first moved back to Botswana I, get a, I couldn't take Botswana because they were like you're so behind no they were like don't even bother they were like here you go you join yeah. us so I, I've done I've studied French throughout mm. um, so I, I was I used to be much more fluent than I am now yeah um but enough to get around. So, yes. Yeah. And I mean, my, the friends that I traveled helps. with, it, actually it helps. Does it does help. help. Yes. Um, the friends I traveled with were like, oh, thank God you come with. Otherwise, <laughs> would. And I'm like, you'd have been fine. Mm. You'd have actually, it was just, it made things easier that mm. I was there. Oh, um, yes. But it's, I'm not fluent it's by not any like, stretch of the imagination. It's not like it would have been like difficult. They would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I go to Senegal now, what 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 must I do? Okay, obviously Dakar, <laughs> and you said you, you you did say that you haven't explored yes a, a lot of yes, it. Yes, but there's a lot to explore mm. in Dakar itself. Well, tell us about Dakar. What type of a city is it? Very 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 cosmopolitan. Mm. Um, very laid back. It's a, it's a it's a beach city. It's laid back because I was going to ask back, you in comparison yeah. to Lagos. So not even then. So no, not <laughs> even. even. Also Senegal. Everything about Senegal is quite unexpected. You know, there's only 13 million people in the country. Ah. So even just that kind of it, you know it does something to the energies yes. of a place where. You know. How many people are in Lagos only? I, th- I think Probably. Lagos only. 
Lagos has like the South African population, yeah. I think. Yeah. So there's this, and it's also like a beach city. So there's a certain nice. vibe about beach okay. cities anywhere, I think. Yes. Um they party, Lavantu. Is it? Yo, they Mar- party. Af- our Africans party, guys. Let's they be party. honest. Like Africa. We are considered so slow. They were looking at us like, how? <laughs> what? Guys, like, people start partying at like midnight. Wow. So you go out for We're dinner. Mad, yeah, you go out for dinner like 8.39. Yes. And then you like, you move from spot to spot mm. and then you hit the club. So wow. for me, that's what I was like, wow. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> this is like, it's asking things of me I could never give. Yeah. But it's very, very, very vibrant. Culturally, mm. also extremely rich. An amazing history. Mm. You know, um, the you know the originators of like the African Renaissance movement are mm. from there also. So there's like a lot of like if you're again if you're a culture vulture, yes, you will there's something there. you know for you there. Um, and for my single listeners, Manjana will put. <laughs> you see the smile on my face. <laughs> tall, dark, and handsome. Everyone's Woo! tall, dark, and beautiful in that oh country. Oh my goodness! And that's it's one of the only countries I've been to where the men and the women are equally stunning. You know, like oh. some countries are known for beautiful women. Yes. Other places are known for their men. Are like we know Ethiopia for beautiful exactly. women. Exactly. Yeah. So this is like men and everyone women. Everyone's like, wow, wow. Like they are beautiful. Like mm. they really were. Like my uncle and aunt, and aunt in Ethiopia, the mm-hmm. Senegalese couple that I was telling you about earlier. Yes, I was like, yes, this. So okay. they are typical. They, they truly represent. They really, they were an amazing representation yes. of their country's people. Mm. That's awesome. Mm. So, so you said and music, great music. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, lots of. But oh uh, yeah, we we have we really have venues. nice nice. Music. Mm. The the strangest thing, mm-hmm. I just came from Thailand and I was talking yes, to this. Yes, I saw other, that. Mm, mm-hmm. Talking to this other French guy. Mm. This French guy was playing me music mm. from Senegal, from yeah. Cameroon. From, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And he's he's literally from from Paris. He, he's it's from. Big the, there. And it's I was really, like, really wow. Big. When you think about some of the biggest world artists, I will you know Ishmael Lo, yes. um, yeah. Um, those are Senegalese like that's just a representation like oh. a little slice their live music scene is very vibrant mm-hmm. there's a lot going on there okay mm. are the beaches are the beaches beautiful they are mm. they really really are the city's not so much but um, there's always places you can go to mm-hmm. yeah and how are you getting around in, in, in Taxis. Dakar Texas mm. okay cabs oh good mm. yeah mm. so you said Gori is it Gori Island Gore. Gore. Mm. Mm. so how, how 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 do you get there how, how far is it it's from, a ferry from it's a very quick it's so so mm. it's like it's like taking a cab mm. you so literally you, jump onto the ferry oh, and then it costs there. about maybe 15 rands mm-hmm. um, it's a very nice ferry you saw the pictures yeah. you just get on it's not crazy you sit there it's orderly yes. and in half an hour you're there Okay. and then when you went did you just go spend the day then then come back or did yeah. you sleep over no 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 you can't it's a tiny there. island I mean oh. you can but it's a really, you can walk around that entire island in like in one day in like yeah. a few hours in a few hours oh. it's a really small island so mm. we went twice one just to visit and then mm-hmm. I've got a a family friend's who lives there. Oh, so then she okay. had us over mm. for lunch. Someone that I grew up with in Ethiopia. What did you buy there? Sure. Jewelry. Uh-huh. Um, the clothes. earrings. Those earrings. Oh, these earrings, yes. I got these earrings from Dakar. Really? I went to the yes, we, they are stunning. Uh, yeah, we went, we, went to the mar- we went into the marketplace, hot, sweaty, and just amazing spoils. Wow. So did that. Got jewelry, clothing, lots of clothing. And then I wasn't in the mood to go to the market, the fabric market. I mm-hmm. should have. I, mm-hmm. I regret it later, but you can get lots of incredible fabric. I think it's a waste to go and not actually come back with, with fabric. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just told myself, well, it's fine. I'm coming back. Oh. <laughs> I'm coming uh, back. Yeah, an incentive for you to yeah, come back. Actually. I'll be back. I'll be back. And yeah. the food? 
delicious. Mm. Delicious. What do you eat? Fish, oh. chicken, very t- uh, but like yams because yes. you know it's a West African country. Mm-hmm. But the preparation, the spices. Amazing, amazing, amazing! It's so good. We're not Dijo, but, but in general. And I love spi- <laughs> well-spiced foods, yeah. and that's why I love East African and West African food because yeah. they they're big on their spices. Mm-hmm. So everything is just like very, very yummy. That is awesome. Mm. Okay, so I wanted to ask you then. Yes. Any any norms or traditions that you observed in 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 Dakar, Senegal? Um, if you were to talk about Senegalese, at, you know, you know, Senegal is a Muslim country, mm-hmm. um, but it's not very conservative but it's just something to keep in mind so when you're traveling for example I wouldn't recommend traveling during Ramadan because things just mm. pretty much shut down Ramadan. Ramadan changes from year to year baby. so, oh. <laughs> so just do your research so do your research <laughs> it's like it's just a quick so internet at the, same, at the same time every year no Ramadan. no oh, okay. it's because of the when the moon the first moon so it changes from Thank year you to year. Schooling. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much I schooled you, but what I'm going to show you is Ramadan is a different time every year. So mm. do check because they're not conservative, mm-hmm. but they are devout. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, and that's not necessarily a contradiction. Yeah, I also don't think you should go around that time if you want to. It doesn't make sense to go because they yeah. just nobody's yeah. doing anything. Yes. It's just quiet. So mm-hmm. you'll find that. Because people are fasting and 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 yes. it's a time of deep reflection, yeah. so I, I would say don't go there. Unless that's what them. you're looking for. Unless that's what do. you need, yes. you know. Um, mm. And then by all means, knock mm. yourself out. Um, plan your time. There's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Well, with any trip, I think. How long were you guys there? A week. A week. Okay. Mm. A week is so good. plan your time. A week is actually long. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And don't rush things. I prefer to go back to a place mm. and do like a few things mm. nicely and chilled, mm. and then just know that I'll come back again. I don't like this feeling of like, oh. I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do that. No, I'm just like, okay. Just relax. Because you did a chill. lot of relaxing. I, I did a lot of relax. I was very exhausted. That trip was like, about yo, chilling. Books. Just books. Chill. Yes, I just wanted to <laughs> decompress, which is why also, and that also, like, you know, that's what dictated our choice of hotel to stay mm. at. I just wanted a really great place, you know, mm. great hotel. Um, that had great hospi- culture of hospitality and and and, mm. but that's Senegalese people wherever you go. Yeah, amazing hospitality. I can't wait to go. You're gonna did love you, it. Did you? Do we need a visa for going to Senegal? You do, but it's free. <sighs> yeah. Oh, it's free. okay. We get it when on you apply arrival? here. No, you apply oh, here online, which is a bit of a drag. No, you have to go and oh actually. Gosh. Yeah, that's a boring part. But it's like they they're lovely. You actually get very excited about the trip when you're going to apply for the visa. Cause they, really? Yeah. They're really like, oh, you're going to our country. And they make it like, oh. you know, so. So what's the process? Do you have to apply? You just submit your, oh. a form. You fill out a form. Oh, it's free. It's free. So you don't pay for it. So it's just a it's drag like, It's tutorial. like Egypt. I think Egypt is also free. No, Egypt you pay. You have to, is it? Egypt you pay. I was in Cairo. You pay. Okay. Yeah. Egypt you pay. Um, this one, they, they want to just see that you have some source of income. So oh, okay. you submit, you fill out the form, mm. bank account statement. Um and then just where you're staying, yeah. how long you're staying for, but it's mm. like your basic oh, thing. Okay, so it's not so, so it's not onerous, and they yeah. don't charge you for it. Okay. Um. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. No, I still must make a plan. Talk to the right. People. Shouldn't even need yeah. to. But there's this whole thing now about people saying African. Well, I say it as well. Like mm. travel to Africa is very expensive, because when you think of the the the, the cost of flights and you compare to other places outside of SA, compared to what though? Because if I look at what my flights cost and I think also it's all in the planning yeah but okay so I guess if you're thinking well my flight to Dakar mm. was less than say my f- a flight to the UK how much or is that to plus minus did you I think say uh, at the time uh, this for this 
flight we paid like eight grand, eight and a half grand mm. for return. I think I want to pay five k for Africa. Yeah, I think that's our thing. We have this idea that for whatever reason, and air travel is it is what it is with air travel. You know, I mean the fact that. It Cost as much to fly to Khabarone, mm. which is a 35 minute flight, yeah, bon. as it does to get to Cape Town, mm, you know, which is just like because it's in another flight. country. I don't understand. I don't know what the dynamics are of yeah. air travel. I don't understand, and I've stopped trying to yeah. understand. I just have like learned to suck it up and deal. But the minute mm. I, the minute I'm going on an international trip, I try and plan it way in advance so I can get the best possible deal. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on who you're with, there's different deals you can get. If yeah. you're a young traveler, you know, I think it's STA travel. I mean, yes, I haven't been a young is, traveler in is. years, so <laughs> I don't know if they're still a thing. Just this young in. Yes, so there's like that. 25. If you're a student, <laughs> you can still get student rebates. Yes. If you're on Discovery, you know, mm, you can get some kind of... Counts, yeah. Yes. So I would look at those also... Um, yeah. Work with a certain travel agent who can work things for you also. Mm. Like I find that working with the same travel agent helps mm. um, because they look out for great deals for you. So you pre- you prefer using travel agents? I prefer to use travel mm. agents, yeah. Because I like doing my own research. I'm not a... Like, <laughs> you just want to fly. <laughs> I do my own research, but then I brief my travel agent oh. about what to do. I just like being able to call somebody to be like... Because mm. also I'm, my life can get very disorganized. Yeah. So I need somebody to be like... So you need that PA name? Yeah, I need that PA badly. <laughs> I recommended someone for you, so please sort your life I'm gonna out. I'm going to call you tomorrow. <laughs> call you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. So how do you budget, though, for your travels? So I try and Because it's a priority for It's a priority you. for me. Yes. It is a priority. It's important to me. Mm. So I, I literally have a travel fund, um, a travel and accommodation fund. Oh. Yeah. So you you put money away every yes. month for that fund yes. and then you decide, okay, this is where I'm going to go. Yeah, so I like I decide I'm going to go here, mm. I'm going to go there mm. um, and then I just put the money away mm. um, and then I try and research, okay, where I do I know I people? Do where do I know people where I can stay and not necessarily have to pay accommodation, right? Because oh, I've got friends in different best. countries, so that, that makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and w- if, I, if I have to pay for my own accommodation, I do a lot of homework around what are my options, mm-hmm. you know, Airbnb, Kappa, mm-hmm. a hotel. Or you don't have a preference in terms of whether, as long as you're comfortable. Yeah, as long as I'm comfortable. I like a good hotel room. Yes, you know, I like to be able me. to, you know, when you're running out on the streets all day, you want to come back to a really nice, mm-hmm. you know, comfortable room. So yeah. I, for me, it's, it's, it's a priority, which is why I try and plan in advance because you can get good deals. Yes. Yeah. Did you like your accommodation in, um, in Senegal? I loved it. Yeah. I love that. It's a great hotel. Mm-hmm. It's central. Um, it's beautifully done. I mean, mm-hmm. I decided to go to Senegal also based on that hotel because the, oh, the first time I went, <laughs> we went for lunch at the Radisson and now I'm like, you know, they've got that infinity pool beautiful. going on, looking out into the ocean. I was like, next time I come, I'm, gonna I'm stay staying here. here. Oh, wow. And it, it did not disappoint. You know, speaking of... <laughs> okay. Speaking of hotels. Yes. I remember. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. I remember <laughs> we went to Leg. No, it was not. Okay, Lagos. Lagos is another story, guys. One day when I have an episode where I'm talking about Nigeria, I will tell you about my accommodation in Lagos. <laughs> but do you remember what happened with me in Lagos that I ended up spending my um, sleeping with two girls that I had just met in my room? I think so. It, it was a long story, but anyway. Uh. So the story about Le- uh, Lagos. So Lagos <laughs> was fine. It was another story, but we, then we went to Abuja. Yes. So we in this car because you guys were organizing the Amas, the awards. Yes. Uh, I remember all of this because I went back to read my AMA article. I was just reminiscing about <laughs> you, me, Legos. Right. So anyway, we go to Abuja 
and then you, you you had obviously celebrities and actors in Nollywood actors and whatever that were also going to attend uh, yes. these awards that we are invited now to Abuja because most of them stay in Lagos. Mm-hmm. So we're all in this transport and now we're going to the hotel. Mm-hmm. We drive, 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 drive. We get to Transcorp uh, Hilton, the mm-hmm. Hilton in Abuja. It's a very nice hotel. It's gorgeous. We get there and we are told, no, you guys, obviously mm. we get there, we are excited because mm-hmm. the hotel we stayed in in Lagos was not, not so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get there, we're like, oh, Hilton, excited. And then we are told, no, you guys are not getting out here. It's only the actors. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. We are getting out of this hotel, and then we're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> we are no good to know. You guys are going to Forty Seasons. Oh my god, the 40 we're like Forty Seasons. <laughs> oh my god, we don't want Forty Seasons. We just want we just want Four Seasons. Remember, remember yes, that she and was that the Forty one Seasons <laughs> was very yeah, Forty Seasons ish. Yeah, yeah, we got to Forty Seasons. We drove there, and it was like, "No, guys, we really can't be staying no. here." Luckily, for for whatever reason, we were told, no, you guys are actually not staying in Forty Seasons. Mm. You have to go back to the Hilton. They're mm. like, oh, yes, it was like Christmas. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I think uh, oh, just on that tip, it's like when you go to Lagos or Abuja, or whatever, it's very, very important where you choose your accommodation. Yeah. Because yeah. it's... it's it's. Do. We were actually talking last, last week about the fact that um, our accommodation, our hotels, the standard of our hotels in South Africa, even when you travel internationally, like to, to your US or U- Europe and wherever, it's oh really, God. really amazing. Listen to me. I mean, four star in Europe and in the West in general mm. and five star in the West mm. and five star in any developing countries mm. are like worlds apart. Mm. So what you get from a hotel like a Hilton, like a, the major chains on the continent in South America any, is Phenomenal. Yeah. You go to those same chains in the West. It's it, it is so disappointing. <laughs> no, it is a scam. Yeah, that is. It is true. a scam. No, no, no. Accommodation, like in terms of like five star accommodation, sham is five star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We 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 are so lucky. Yeah, I mean so that, I that just... the Hilton was amazing. <laughs> no, listen. Once you finally got in, <laughs> Yo, that was heaven. No, that hotel was everything. Like but that trip was like it's uh, yeah that typified the madness because because remember I had to stay behind in Lagos because. The dancer from Mafiz ordered missed the bus, <laughs> so I had to wait for him. So I sent you guys ahead with Mick. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's why I wasn't there. Too. And I was like, whatever oh you goodness. do, it is the Hilton. You go to the Hilton. It is the Hilton. And, Hilton. It, oh. like, and I was like, why did you let that happen? You just needed to have gotten out. But yeah, I actually also remembered. When I was uh, reflecting on that trip, I remember that by the end of the trip, I was not very happy with you. Mm. Because at some point, you wanted us to leave Lagos and go to Ghana. And I wanted to leave it to, to stay behind in Lagos because I, I had like, someone to meet. I was like, <laughs> it doesn't work that way, baby girl. I was like, no. We are going to Ghana. We are, we are going. I was like, it does not work this way. You do not just make your little side missions <laughs> based on little friendships yeah, that you struck up. I was right? like, no, no, no. Because it's also like, you know, when you're hosting like that, mm. you have a responsibility. Because if anything should happen, I'm like, here's where I have a level of power and yes. influence. And should anything go wrong, mm. I can hold people accountable. <laughs> the minute you break away from the group. You were unhappy. I think you know all my secrets. There's even a photograph where you were sulking at the airport. At the airport. I remember that one. And there was like a, a, a hot actor, Ramsey Noah. And, there. and I, was I was like, like I was like, she's really unhappy. I have my eye on someone else. Like this whole one. Ramsey Noah is here and she's not having it. She is in a proper sulk. Yes. Yeah, that was so I wanted to ask then, so which other African countries would you recommend to someone who hasn't really done much travel in the con- much travel at all? Okay, I would say um, Tanzania, mm-hmm. Zanzibar, yes. if you love, you know, your... your 100% support yeah, the Zanzibar, Zanzibar Mozambique, mm-hmm. it's close to home, it's very accessible. But 
so Mozambique, mm-hmm. obviously I've done Maputo. Mm. I really want to, they've got the most, why don't you go up north? Go to, no, I've, I've gone to Shai Shai as well. Okay. But I want to go to, they've got like beautiful beaches, white sand yes. beaches. In Mos- but like, why are those places so expensive? That's my problem. It is what it is. That's it that's is my problem. Like, I really yeah. want to explore Moz and see all these places, but they're so expensive, especially mm. the ones that I want to go to. Yes, well, because you like things. <laughs> I'm sure there are hotels that are not as expensive. <laughs> yeah, they, mm. I, they, I think it's a range. But again, it comes down to planning because, again, I planned, like, about two years ago, I went up to Bayamar, and that was incredible. Vilanculos. Where? Um, Vilanculos. Oh, okay, I don't know it. Oh, it's beautiful. <coughs> beautiful. Mm. There's, like, a lot of great boutique mm. hotels there. Five star. Mm. And if you plan well, you can get fairly decent prices. I think I just need to pl- to plan in advance because I tend to mm. not plan. In, I just want to. Okay, when I, I would go, say no. the first thing around is just plan. Yeah, plan and do your research and do your homework. Plan, plan, mm. plan. So you were saying uh, Tanzania, Zanzibar, Tanzania, Mozambique. Zanzibar, Mozambique. Um, Zambia, the Vic Falls, mm. Zambia, yes, Zimbabwe. Vic Falls is very nice. Vic actually, Falls are yes. amazing. Yeah, um, you went to Harare now recently. Yes, as well. yes. And you, who's that brother-in-law you were talking about? Is he married to someone or is he's he... married to someone? No, I was engaged to his brother. Remember, but he is married to somebody. Yes, this guy is hot. Moving swiftly. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, I need to ask my rang, who's this guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of inboxes after that photo. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Hey. So Zambia is a, I, I Zambia, the Vic Falls. So yeah, I think Livingstone is lovely. Mm. Um, but where else? Senegal for obvious reasons. Yes. Egypt is lovely. Yeah. I loved visiting Cairo. Beautiful people. Such an amazing, warm people. Yeah. Someone was telling me Lucille was there. She was telling me about her gar- her garda in 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 mm-hmm. Egypt. Apparently, it's also very you beautiful. See? She was saying. Yeah, I, didn't I, didn't return, I didn't leave Cairo yeah. once, and there's so much to do. Alexandria and and yeah. and. Um, That's awesome. Where else? So Kenya. Yeah. Oh yes. Kenya. Yes, I got so you know, Kenya is got I to. believe. Malawi mm. is really beautiful also. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there but I you know, I've seen enough to know it's really very calm. It's not a big party place. Yes. But the natural beauty is outstanding. Nice. Um Botswana, lo- lo- ah, yeah. I, I don't be like that. <laughs> Botswana is amazing. Okay. Yes. Maybe I must just go to Botswana, but someone must pay me to go there. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> or not really pay me, but pay for me to mm, go there. I feel right. like. Well, you're an influencer, mm. so I'm sure it'll work out. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Botswana. <laughs> and also, I want to go to. I've never been, but my next one is also Morocco. That's what I wanted to ask you. Mm. What's next? Where in Morocco do you want to go? I think Marrakesh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. for starters. Marrakesh. Yeah. There's that place with blue. Buildings and whatever, <laughs> chef show, show, and something, sure. something. It's beautiful. You mm. can go to um, Morocco and not, not go there. Okay. But anyway, when are you don't mind, I mean, you I haven't done my homework. So I'm, yeah. Yeah. For me, these places are always, it, it's the first trip is always just the introduction mm. to a long relationship. Okay. Mm. So, um, your your dream destination, I know you're going to Marrakesh, you want to go to Morocco mm-hmm. next, but what's your dream destination? Like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till I can go to this place. Sure. My dream. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. I think it would be um, South America, Brazil, uh-huh. um, Colombia, yes. Peru. Because those are places I've never been to. Yes. The Caribbean, mm. um, the Antilles, the French <laughs> Antilles. I've been to um, Jamaica uh, a couple You've of times. You've been to Jamaica? Yeah, when I was a student in the US, I went to oh, Jamaica. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, sense. I couldn't live there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd love to go to Martinique, Guadeloupe. Um, Cuba, mm-hmm. Cuba is mm-hmm. definite bucket list on the list. Yes, yeah, yeah. wow, mm-hmm. all of those places. I'd like to I visit Mexico again. I've been you know, once. every time I speak to people on this podcast, I just realize how little traveling I've done. There's a big, big world <laughs> out there. That's why I'm like, you could just, yeah. you know, so so big. Mm. Wow. Mm. Anyway, Marang, thank you so much. 
Thank you. You have been so amazing. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> so, so generous. I had a great evening. Thank I want to so ask much. you, th- though, what's, what's your, you know, with this whole thing about Africa, what's your dream for Africa? If we were to say we are now creating a role called eh, President of Africa. <laughs> Gosh. What's your dream for Africa? Like, what's, if you were, okay, let me, let, me, let me say, if you were to, to talk to Africans and just say one thing to them, what would you say? I just wish we could understand each other's story mm-hmm. so much more. I just there's so many um, divisions that are caused by just a gap of knowledge about mm-hmm. who. Because the minute somebody's familiar to you, the minute their story is familiar to you, their real mm-hmm. story, you yeah. know, there's things that we all have a sense of, you know, um, but it's a single story, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not the complicated, mm-hmm. deep, deep, you know, detail that we actually need. Because yeah. once once we have that. The levels of understanding and sympathy and togetherness, mm-hmm. I think, become much more real. When you really understand where people have come from, what they've really, really that dealt is, with, that is real. Then mm-hmm. there's, you know, I think even even at work, I mean, you really only get to work with people well as soon as you understand them. Hey. You understand what where they come from, yeah. what makes them tick, what's yeah. important to them, what do they value, exactly. and so on. Then it, it, exactly. it just makes the relationship so much better. Yeah, because like you, you know, like you know, and you've said all the time that you know when you travel this continent, the warmth mm. of people, it's, oh, the it's generosity. Brilliant. It is just so so, so humbling, yeah. um, and th- those are just the things I wish that we just knew about each other. Yeah, you know. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Marang. Thank you. It's been awesome. I've loved it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. So you can follow Marang on social media. Why? Why do you call yourself Marang Dream? Um, because I needed to come up with a Twitter name when I was starting <laughs> Twitter and I was like, ah, oh, Marang was taken. I'm like, yes. Marang S is boring. Yeah. And at the time I was working for my, like my company's oh, dream, dream catcher. Yeah, dream catcher. So I was like, no. okay, Marang dream. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can find Marang dream on Twitter and, and on Facebook and, um, Instagram, Instagram mm-hmm. when Instagram is working <laughs> down all the time wow. now. Thank you guys. So please, if you enjoyed the episode, give me feedback, um, hashtag Chica travel pod and we will check again next week for those of you who listen on apple on itunes please rate review and please uh, leave a comment to just let me know if you're enjoying the podcast as well as what you would like me to discuss thank you so so much guys i will see you next week goodbye